You're listening to Cocktails and Clarity. An explicit podcast. Yep, explicit. Where we get all the answers you're too sober to ask for. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Clarity with Haley and Hannah. My name is Haley. I'm oh sorry. I have my co-host Hannah here. Spoiler. (laughs) I'm Hannah. Um, it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday, and what are we doing? We are drinking. Cheers! Cheers. <laughs> oh, yes, you're further across the table than expected. We're, that we was d- a we've challenge. upgraded to um, kind of a bigger studio, so I can barely reach her from across the table. Yeah. So, like, we've been racking in the sponsorships. Racking so. in the sponsorships. We don't even know what to do with all our sponsorship. Yeah. We're money. not going to insert any sponsorship ads this episode because, like, you know, we don't need to. But like, we have them. Yeah, we definitely have them. If anyone was curious, people have for been sure. reaching out for sure. Um, so what would you say has been new? Oh gosh. Well, I mean, it's been, when was our last episode? Like, Jan- I think it was in January. January, February. I think we were talking about Valentine's day. So, oh my oh God, God. This is yeah. so embarrassing. So good to know that the pain is still real. <laughs> um, but since then, not much. Um, but I know that you were starting to tell me a little bit about this like, oh my God. ridiculous documentary yes, yes, yes. that you saw yes. the other day. And okay. I want so to. So I feel like we need to share this with all of our listeners. So, first of all, backing up, I. Do you feel like. I feel like all I do is try to find enough time in the day to watch TV. There's no time to watch TV. Sure. Do you feel the same way? Um, like, I get home from work and it's like. You have 35 minutes and then you have to go to sleep. Yeah. I basically can get in a modern family. Yeah, exactly. If it's recorded and I can fast forward through commercials. After like, you know, three to four days of trying to find time, I finally found time to watch this documentary. And Mm -hmm. I feel like you actually will probably hate hearing about this because you, you don't like fucked up things as much. That's unfair. Well, let's be, let's be real. How many times (laughs) have we talked about big black dicks? And that is a hard one to digest, um, both physically and emotionally. Um, but yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. So this documentary for all of our listeners, um, I feel like at least half of you are into this stuff. So, um, shout out to Japan and Switzerland. Thank you. So anyway, um, this documentary is on HBO. It's called mommy dead and dearest. This is the article you sent me. Yeah. That I have yet to read because no, honestly, the photo is so haunting that I can't start my I morning been, commute that way. I've been trying desperately to get the people in my life to care about the story and nobody cares. All right, give me nobody a, cares. Give me a summary. Okay, so this happened, this whole this is a like a true crime story that they they just made a documentary about. And um, essentially, it's the story of um, a mother and daughter who live in, I want to say they live in like um, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. I I could be making that up. That Um, sounds fitting. Anyway. No offense to Mississippi. So the mother's name is Dee Dee and the daughter's name is Gypsy Rose. And um, you already know (laughs) where this is going. Like nobody ever got by in life named Gypsy Rose. No. No. Okay. So it's not really um, setting you up for success. So, um, Dee Dee and Gypsy Rose live in Mississippi. I'm just saying that it might actually be like some other state, but, um, anyway, they are hurricane Katrina survivors. Mm. Um, they've, they've kind of lost all of their belongings and everything they own. And, um, they end up in Mississippi and, um, 
Gypsy Rose is a severely handicapped and like disabled girl. So she's, um, she, what, what? Well, no, I now just feel bad about my previous comment. Oh. <laughs> don't get by in life being named Gypsy Rose. And now it's like, wow. Okay, well, wait for it. Okay. Wait for it. Let's edit that out, maybe. No, 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 no. Real podcasters. Make me sound like a better person. Edit. Okay. Okay, Sorry. so anyway. So Gypsy Rose. Gypsy Rose is like 19 years old. She lives with her mother. Um, she has a barrage of disorders. She is paralyzed from the waist down. She has anemia. She has acid reflux. She has, um, she's like mentally disabled she has, um, let's see all her, she doesn't have any teeth. Mm. She is, she has to be fed through a feeding tube. She has poor eyesight. Um, and she has on, oh, asthma, just a lot of, a lot of different things. I wish Mm -hmm. I could remember all of them. Um, so she lives with her mom and her mom has devoted her life to, you know, taking care of her. And because of this, they're kind of like, you know, well-known in the community that like Habitat for Humanity built them a home. Like mm. they've gone to Disney World on like Make-A-Wish Foundation trip. One, and they, they sleep together in the same bed every night. And um, the mom has like devoted her life to this child. Mm-hmm. Apparently the father is like abusive, not in the picture. So one day, um, the mother is found dead. Didi. She's found face down dead, like in her bed at her home. Um, the reason cops are called to the house is because Didi and Gypsy Rose share a Facebook page and someone wrote, posted as them, like the bitch is dead. Like I, I stabbed her. Um, and everyone's like, what's going on? What's happening? And then someone calls the police. The police come to their shared home. Um, Didi is face down on the bed, stabbed like in her own blood and Gypsy Rose is missing. And so everyone's like, what happened to Gypsy Rose? She can't walk. She's in a wheelchair. Um, what's going on? She was kidnapped. And somehow through in a series of like throughout a three day period, they're able to trace to find Gypsy Rose. Mm-hmm. And she is like two states away. I don't know what state she's in somewhere, two states away from Mississippi. And um, not only is she alive, but she can fully walk. Is no. completely fine. No. Completely fine. No problems. Does she have no. teeth? She doesn't have teeth still. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I really latched um, onto that detail. And she is with her her boyfriend. Apparently she has a boyfriend. Gypsy Rose has snagged a boyfriend. She has snagged a boyfriend. So basically what comes from all of this is that um Gypsy Rose met she was she's she's actually twenty three years old, even though she's been told and everyone else has been told she's nineteen. So wow. she's actually 23 um, and she can, she can walk and she's well aware that there's nothing wrong with her, but her mom has kept her in this like vegetative state. She's had, by the way, I forgot to mention, she's had like five surgeries. Keep unnecessary, them. unnecessary. The mom has convinced doctors that there's all these things wrong with her. That's an impressive when cops and doctors have been involved she's the mom Dee Dee, is such a con artist that she's able to convince everyone around them that she is just trying to do the best she can and she has a severely ill child so gypsy met this boy online on a christian dating site and through that they start a relationship and she asks him to kill her mom just so she can escape from like being held as like a vegetable 
and they like they're all the evidence points to them obviously they did it and but there there was no way out there was no other way out no one would believe her like she was she didn't know anything else okay I realize there's so many questions to ask but I must talk about how I still don't know why she doesn't have teeth oh medication I, oh. I did the same. I had the same question because I'm like, if she everything was, else is fake, yeah. like why are those not? She was given medication in? that somehow made her teeth fall out. IDK, what that medication was. So anyway, so is Gypsy Rose thriving right now? Gypsy Rose in is or in, out of jail. <laughs> Gypsy Rose is in jail right now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and she was, she pled guilty to like second degree manslaughter. Um, mm-hmm. but everyone's saying like she should have she shouldn't have taken a plea deal she should have gone to trial because no jury would ever convince her convict her right based on what she's been through right um and also interesting that they met on a christian website and that this get this there's so much there's so much more that goes oh into God. this website so they met on a christian free dating website nicholas nicholas is her her boyfriend mm-hmm. who has like severe autism he mm. was before they met arrested for masturbating in a mcdonald's for 10 hours on their free wi-fi and (laughs) 10 hours 10 hours so i don't know how one gets away with that for that long Mm -hmm. but somehow he did and so he has like a record of that um meets her convinces her the ultimate happy meal tries to convince her to get into bdsm do you know what that is Uh, like bondage bondage. submissiveness Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. and tries and she's like yeah okay and then um she he also suffers from multiple personality disorder so she decides to make a girlfriend personality for every one of his personalities so they send pictures back and forth in different costumes she has like different names like kitty and like little gypsy and like all these different characters and apparently i was listening to like this interview with the filmmaker who's like a girl our age who made mm-hmm. this documentary i feel like we would be this is like a sisters. dream job yep um she i guess that like the amount of like like nauseating sexual content in like their back and forth communication for for like however many months they were dating is like insane so anyway i just thought i would tell you about that well way to keep a relationship spicy you know (laughs) but um anyway like he's he actually is getting convicted for a longer period of time because like she just asked him to kill her mom and he did it like wow yeah wow it's pretty crazy so i encourage everyone to like read up on the story and if you google a picture what else they're gonna learn this felt like a very thorough summary i'm pleased i'm not mad this was great do yourself a favor google a picture of gypsy rose blanchard and Dee Dee. you won't be disappointed Mm -hmm. you won't maybe that can be the photo of our episode i I was just gonna say yeah we're always missing a photo yep that could be it um like to post on like our soundcloud account oh okay um so it sounds like you've had a pretty eventful last <laughs> week ish. Um, Are you? Mm-hmm. Did you Google it? <laughs> our our guests that we'll be introducing in a, a short while are now looking it up, and yeah. let me say that the reaction is yes. it's there. Oh, oh, I know. I've I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to just. Can I have that paper towel? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it I has just... limes all over it. There's too many limes. There you go. <laughs> Um, Were you quoting Little Women just then? Yeah. Nice. You guys, I spilled I spilled wine all over me. Sean, Sean, we have a spillage. 
Um, okay. On anyway, the- sorry, sorry. We're getting too off topic. Okay. So um, that's what's been up with me. Wow. <laughs> Trying to wow. find time to watch this documentary. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, and oh, can I just say one more thing about? Yeah, this? of course. I don't want to get too too in detail, but um, I listened to this true crime podcast um, called uh, Thank You Generation Y. Janelle introduced mm-hmm. me to it. Shout out Janelle. Um, and anyway, they covered this story oh. and interviewed the, um, they interviewed the filmmaker on the episode. Okay. And, um, she also, I found out is the filmmaker of this other documentary on HBO called thought crimes mm. that is equally fucked up. And yeah. I won't go into all of the detail, but okay. it's basically about this. Um, it's about this police officer. Mm-hmm. He's, um, he's a husband and a father and he is found out to be. Um, talking on all these like underground fetish websites about how he wants to kill, cook, and eat women, like kidnap a woman to kill her, cook her, and eat her. And like he has all these relationships where he talks to other guys who are like into the same thing, but he's never actually done anything. And like he says he would never do anything. It's just a fantasy. Mm. So the whole documentary is like, can someone be convicted for their thoughts? Yep. And yep. they're what they say, yes. even though they didn't actually do anything. Yes. So yes. it just raises a lot of interesting wow. questions. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So okay. anyway, I, we should try to get her on our podcast. Let's definitely do that after this. Okay. Um, let's okay. Um, just send a few innocent yeah. messages. Yeah. Um, so obviously you're an avid documentary viewer, if yes. you will. Yes. Um, and... You and Rob, of course, are about to move in together. Oh, my God. Which we should talk about. Yeah. But do you guys see eye to eye on, like, your TV viewing? No. Or, like, would he ever watch these documentaries? Or do you think that's going to be a point of contention for you guys? Um, Great question. We, the one thing we do see eye to eye on is, like, m- movies and documentaries. Okay. But, like, he, all of, like, the TV shows I watch, he would mm. rather blow his brains out sure sure like i watch like you know like reality tv mm-hmm. love the bachelor love like shows on bravo yep. love mtv still loyal to mtv mm-hmm. shout out to my sister we will always watch the real world etc um and he is like all about sports yes fair so fair and we both but like we'll watch documentaries together but like general tv not a line mm-hmm. and what's even more annoying about him is that he refuses to like have a tv in a bedroom and oh. i love to like watch tv before bed yeah and he he refuses and it's a huge Does that, of contention. is that because it like promotes laziness and he doesn't like laziness or like but what yeah, is that's it? one of the things yeah, i'm he, not surprised i think it's like two prong he he's not a lazy person which is super annoying like he would never just like wake up and like chill for a few hours yeah he like he's the type of person who like will go to bed on like a Friday night and set his alarm for seven fifteen for no reason. It's like, Just well, like the day, the day, the day is yeah. starting. Yeah. The day is starting. So like when the sun's up, I'm up. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And summer must be rough. What's even, you guys. What's even Yikes. weirder about him is like, sometimes he'll, He'll wake up with his 7.15 alarm and just like, he doesn't snooze. He just resets it for like two hours later for no reason. Like again, for no reason. So what? that's something we have I don't to totally on. see that point. Um, but yeah, but he, he also has... thinks, he also sleeps really well. Yeah. Kind of like you. Like yep. he sleeps like a dream. He can fall asleep in two seconds, Anywhere. stays yeah. out compl- all night. Yeah. And he attributes that to making the bed for like, a, the bedroom for a place of sleep. Nope. So there's like no it. distractions. There's no like 
lights. There's no TVs. I had my best night's sleep on a windowsill recently. I don't <laughs> agree with Rob's point. I don't either. People were playing a game of pool next to me and yet got at least 10 hours. I don't either. It, 10 we'll hours of Z's. To, we'll just have to agree to disagree. Um, so yeah. Well, you guys have been together for what? Four or five years now? Oh my God. Literally all of all of the years. So, okay. Super helpful. Um, five. 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 Between, we'll go with five. Between, he'd probably say, he'd probably round down to four and I would round up to five. So mm-hmm. let's go with four It's always half. that like, oh, I, was it our first date? Was it when we slept together or was it when well, we, no, you I, know? He like, I get annoyed with him because he, if people ask how long we've been together, he rounds down to the four because we haven't mm. hit five yet. And I'm like, but it's closer to five. Sure. And he's like, well, do you say you're 30 just because like, oh God, no. You're but like that's closer different. to 30 than 29. And I'm like, it's different. No, if this someone asked a- me my age, I'd say I'm in my 20s. I wouldn't yeah. even give a number. Or you would round to the number that you actually are. I'd say but my for- 20s. But like, you know what I mean? Yes, I totally do. I mean, so, when someone asked me how long John and I were together after a few months, I was like, oh, like coming up on a year, <laughs> you know, like longest yeah. relationship. Yeah. Totally. Um, okay. But anyways, so you guys have been together for five years. Do you feel like there's anything that like you're going to be surprised to discover Is this, living Am together. I the guest? Well, no, I just want to like <laughs> find out, you know, because we're going to be shortly oh talking God. about marriage on our podcast oh my God, with we are talk our about favorite marriage. married couple. Yep, and yep, I just yep. wanted to get kind of your feelings before we get some clarity on it. Um, surprises. Honestly, I... Like, is there something about you that you're like, oh, that will be a big reality hit I for him? I think he might be like surprised. Or vice versa. Surprised by like my like preferred level of laziness mm. because when we're together we're always doing things I'm lazier than you realize I'm so lazy <laughs> like okay so that might I, be a problem I love to lounge and lay low and mm-hmm. chill luxury lady I love to be luxury lady and just mm-hmm. be in my robe yeah and like you know just be and like watch shows and chill okay and he I don't know if he like knows the extent Mm. of my luxury ladiness. Got it. Because like I'm pretty adaptable. Like if I'm with him and he's like, let's Mm -hmm. go do this. I'm like, okay. I'm never like, no, I want to stay here. Right. But like that will change once we're not long distance. Yes. The long distance makes it like a totally different ball. Right. You can't waste time. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, as someone that's lived with you for 11 years, like I would say I could identify probably a few things that maybe would be surprising. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting roasted. <laughs> it was just a thought. All right, you know. what, what do you want to share well, with Rob? Do you guys have like a dishwasher in your place? Would you say? We'd, we're going to. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't see a problem. <laughs> in that case. Oh, is this because you wash my dishes all the really? time? You cannot. No. The, okay. Your dishwashing technique is one that I've never seen. I'd like to observe you in the wild. Like, it is something where, like, you clean up after yourself by no means. Kate okay, gets it. Yeah. What um, are you talking about? But like, it's like somehow the dish is dirtier than when you enter it in the sink. It's the most bizarre. It's actually a talent, but it's kind of this like cold water, cold, quick dunk. And then like, the like, like dish scrubber, it's like kind of like, like, I don't know, gracefully grazes the plate and then it's done. I'm like, huh, that's an interesting approach. And I just find it, you this know. This is really Good feedback. Why haven't you shared this before? You know, after you're eight trying, years, you're trying. I know you're doing your best. I just sometimes come back in and I do a quick thorough rinse. 
um, this and is a good deep feedback. scrub and then dry it and then, you know, it's ready for use. But it sounds like you have a dishwasher and I think you guys are going to be very happy together in your new home. What I would say is feedback accepted. I can't mm-hmm. believe you've waited this long <sighs> to tell me this was bothering you. It's not a bothersome thing. It was an observation <laughs> and a simple observation. Okay. But I'm sure you have them about me too. <laughs> um... I, mean, I do weird shit, I'm sure. I mean, you do, you don't do anything that like bothers me, but you do do weird shit in the sense like, that like. what will be surprising when John and I cohabitate? Like that it'd be like, oh, because I feel like you do things that you don't realize you do that are weird. Um, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. We, I, I would say that sometimes like <laughs> what I think John will think is funny is like sometimes I feel like you, you wake up and you're you're on a mission to just like 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 shuffle around the house and like move as many things around as you can <laughs> sometimes i do a little rearranging in the morning yes yeah. yes yes, mm-hmm. yes yes which i just think a, is an am rearrange which i think is you know like amazing. nothing like, wrong with that getting up and like going to the like entryway and like just rearranging the piles of mail or like I do going do around and like moving, sometimes i fluff the pillows yeah, in the fluffing, living room fluffing the pillows yeah. or like moving your carpet square a little and it's like yep what, mm-hmm. why why now just like a slight tilt yeah, yeah yeah exactly um which i think is great that's a benefit but i feel like that you're like a benefit yeah not a bad yeah. thing just like a funny characteristic mm-hmm. okay that like i think he'll be like what are what are you doing yeah the, ha- the, the house is fine and you're it, right you know mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean it's gonna be like a fine an activity yes yes okay so similar to rob i set my alarm just for a few a.m <laughs> rearranges and then i go back to bed for two hours yeah exactly. it'll be great it'll be great um but obviously moving in together is moving in together big yes step. um yes. it's one that i think we're both you know excited about but anxious about anxious and I think that because of that I'm really excited about our guests because they've taken cohabitation to the next level and have married one another right and I think a huge step in life I I feel like making the transition into cohabitating you have to be on the same page Mm -hmm. about that Mm -hmm. being the master plan which is like a big chat to have yep because it's like why live together if that's not kind of yeah where it's headed yeah exactly I mean my dad it's like why you know have the cake and then also be able to eat it I know too. a and lot I'm of like, people don't that refer to me as cake and it's fine we're committed I, th- I think John texts me later but no it, it like a lot of people think it's a bad idea to like move in with somebody before mm-hmm. you're engaged because it takes away the um you know, the, the reason to do something about mm-hmm. it for the guy. He's nope. like, well, we already, already live together, but I'm all I, for it. You no, know? I am. I am too. Gotta try I the shoe too. on. But like, if anyone's listening and disagrees, like email us. I'm curious. Yeah, actually. You know? I yeah. feel like we've lo- a lot of people in our lives have felt that way and then changed their tune over time. Mm-hmm. I feel like you used to feel that way. Yes, I did. Yeah. Actually. And then like, as you age, it's like, well, might yeah. as well. Please. Rent's expensive. Yeah. What am I going to do? Find roommates on Craigslist? Yeah. But why not get a roommate that I'm also sleeping with? Yeah. You know? But in all of this, I feel like the concept of marriage, despite, you know, how long I've been in a relationship and you're in like a long term relationship Mm -hmm. too, is still terrifying. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've been in mine for what, five years now? (laughs) Rounding up slightly. (laughs) Rounding up a couple years. Um, but it's like, it's, it's honestly like a terrifying concept. Yeah. So I feel like it's good that we're getting some clarity today from like the two people we know that are actually in fact married. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. So without further ado, welcome Kate and Pete. Hey guys. Hello. Hi. Hi. 
thank you so much for being on. This is such a pleasure. So excited to be here. Hey, Pete, could you say hello? I'm starting with a shout out to Rob, <laughs> who was three years my housemate. Uh huh. One glorious year. Oh, do you have any like? Do you have any references? Roommate. Oh yeah, maybe you I could would give us a reference. Recommend him as a. Oh, okay. You would recommend him even with all of his beard hairs everywhere. Well, he didn't have those at the time. I, can't, I don't know what I'm going to do with them. We in a bathroom in our a private bathroom, the two of us, in our bedroom. The other <laughs> six guys shared the other one bathroom. Pretty so that deal. sounds like actually like and, uh, came out on top. awesome to live with. Mm. The best to live with. Oh, God. Oh, that was such a good review. People, but Rob's a good one to live with. All right. Well, we're Any weird we have quirks? a bias situation in the house. No, just, you know, he needs his space from time to time, but it sounds like you oh, need yeah. more. So <laughs> it sounds like it'll work out. You know, you want to play the guitar from time mm-hmm. to time or have alone time. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I can fuck with but that. But who doesn't need alone time? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sounds like your mm-hmm. alone time might be a longer period per day. Well, I mean, it's not that I need to be alone. I just like to lounge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. Okay. Anyway, enough about enough about me. Enough about Rob. His ego is way too inflated from this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Pivoting. So, Pete, before we get to like actual like what it's like to be married and all of the questions we have, like you were the first one out of everybody to like actually like propose. Like, why did you? Why were you like this is the time? There was no pressure from anyone else. No pressure. I don't think pressure would have helped. Yep. I know that much. And yep. it was a progression that we were, I thought, fit. Not because you have to do it, but because I was like, well, we live together. Mm-hmm. I'm skipping ahead, but we lived together. We had lived together we for had a year. we that commitment mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. living together. We were to I'm going to let my dad listen just to that segment and, right there. Uh, <laughs> as Hannah said, you have to try the shoe on. Yeah. And... It was going that well. helped because yeah. that made things a lot easier. It was a positive when we moved in versus being in two spots. Mm-hmm. And one thing led to another, and it made sense. Mm-hmm. Because we, we figured out that we're good at living together, and there was a lot of positives that came from it. A lot of positives. Oh. We also spent our first year together abroad. Like, not abroad. <laughs> um, long distance. It might as well have been abroad. It might as well have been abroad. I was in New York. So, like, our relationship was, like, friends. Then our first year dating, mm-hmm. we were living across the country from each other and then I moved back which is probably where you thought the year and a half yeah I was back that was my yeah um so we had like we had a lot we had gone through a lot together Mm -hmm. I think living across the country as Haley can attest like Mm -hmm. you bond instantly over like you have to talk over the phone Mm -hmm. so you have to share your feelings you have to communicate really clearly and so Mm -hmm. we had gotten to know each other really well because not only were we friends before mm-hmm. but then like we were talking all the time yeah and if you can withstand it you just become so much stronger yeah. even though it blows i feel like in some ways long distance actually like speeds a relationship along more so than if yeah. it wasn't you it know what totally i mean totally helped mine just from that yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. it just even though it seems so daunting and it's the thought of it sucks like it if you make it through like you mm-hmm. can get through anything yeah Totally. And I would say, like, I moved back from New York because I distinctly remember Pete leaving me, like, to go back to San Francisco. And I bawled crying. I was so sad that I couldn't imagine, like, I couldn't go one more day mm-hmm. without being with him. And I was just so sad. So that's when we ultimately decided for me to move back from mm-hmm. New York. Oh, that's cute. That was adorable. All right. So 
let's get pivot. into it. Yeah, let's, let's pivot, pivot into a less blissful, yeah, you know, yeah. side into the weeds, <laughs> into the meat. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to kick it off with? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yeah, let's get into the grit, the grime. Um, I guess, I mean, sex. Let's talk about it, you know. Um, As a married couple, how does a sex life change in your experience? Yeah. Um, You know, when you live together, Mm -hmm. you, I mean, what's great is when you live in together, live together, you're like, great, we can have sex all the time. This is wonderful. But, like, once when you're in your normal day-to-day groove, you know, you don't have this, like, I haven't seen you for days. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you see everything. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I would say that, like, in a good way, but also, like, a very normal way. Like, you don't have sex every day, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know if it's really, like, changed it. But it's, like, you have great times and you also like highs of having sex a lot and then you have droughts yep. peaks and valleys yep. peaks, peaks and, and valleys. valleys um just to kind of double click on what you said with you see everything yeah elaborate a little more on that <laughs> well, and it's like you know what has been maybe surprising <laughs> well no living together i should say when i say that it's not in bad light of pete i think for every couple when you move in together mm-hmm no more surprises really like you really get to know your partner yep. in every sense like you like know, when you walk in on them shitting you're not as inclined to strip down right then and there right mm-hmm. you know um one of our favorite movies is this is 40 and it's oh, like a great movie it's a very raw real example of what a relationship is and it's just like can we keep something a secret you know <laughs> and like we haven't even had kids yet so you know totally Speaking of This is 40, one of my favorite parts of that movie is when they get super high and they talk about how they would kill one another. Oh, yes. We've have you guys had these thoughts about yourselves? Yeah, let's and hear it. would yeah. love to know kind of your tactics. I think what stems from it is like what is the most annoying thing about, well, it's not necessarily the most annoying thing, but like you kind of latch on to certain things. So um, dig deeper into that. I, I think my poison would be literally <laughs> poisoning his pizzas oh he mm-hmm. loves a pizza a hawaiian pizza um great choice pete yeah and just you know pete's a very fit man he's very healthy but loves his pizza on a regular basis and i would love mm. to just poison that <laughs> bad boy right up because <laughs> he would just chow it down never know there was poison in there and then Similar to the movie, he would just like have a slow death and I would be able to care for him. <laughs> and he'd while probably he, be so vulnerable when he was so, sick, you know. He'd be so gassy. Yeah. He'd be, you know. He would just this like. That's why I do takeout for the pizza. There, there. I personally get it from the delivery man myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. No exchanging. You don't know advance. if I paid that delivery man off. Oh, no, oh. You that's can't different. Think that far ahead on that. And All right, Pete, what would be your angle? This could change in time, but I think as of today, it's a uh, you don't want a painful anything. Sure. Mm-hmm. Just like in This is 40. Yeah, know, true love. You love. Yep. You don't wish anything harmful upon them, but, you know, yeah, you'd go with the, the simple poison. Mm-hmm. Okay. Doesn't so, hurt. similar. So, similar. in, what, in yeah. what form? But is poison quick? Some poison, poison feels some, kind some of are. slow. I'm sure there's something out there that could be pretty pretty good so would okay. you do like a stuff like one of the poisons where like you put it over my mouth no, and you should give her like, like now some... i've murdered you so i it's got to be a, 
Oh, because you want to just like oh, so you, yeah, you just know, have like, to like, get like, away with it. Like, like you used to do me... in medieval times. Like, mm-hmm. Totally. Like you would make me a drink and be like, "Here, honey." No, I wouldn't even do that. Like, I don't understand. Oh, I'd go with drink poison for myself. As an example, just things you do over the course of a day. I see. And I could very easily poison that wine that's been in our kitchen. You're leaving this very vague for me to always question you. And if there's poison in anything, give away my poison. So you're instilling fear in our relationship, and when you will come? Great. I've given. I'm gonna have to think of a new thing. <laughs> yeah. So what has um, what's the best part of being married? Not to get too sappy, because we're gonna get negative eventually. I mean, we just talked about how they kill each other. So oh, that that's felt, true. That, that's true. In that's my true. mind, that felt well, pretty a lot negative. Of people ask like, "How's it going?" Or "What's married life like?" Yeah. What think, is married life like? I think what's funny. I have about the same questions. Is, is it Honestly, us that's asking it? really changed because I think the move-in is significantly bigger than mm. the marriage itself. Yeah. It's an official title and it's pretty committed for life there, but that move is the real test. Mm-hmm. So I would be a proponent of doing it before you're married because the last thing you want to do is officially be married. You know, religious, so basically, religious yeah. attitudes aside, but mm-hmm. we didn't mm-hmm. take that into account and you test it out and if it works, great. Yep. And How long is the right amount of time to oh, give know. it the college try? <laughs> you probably mm-hmm. know pretty quickly. I'm sure. Okay. Like if you're annoyed too much, well, weeks in, I'll make sure problem. to you know revisit oh, my dish techniques. Well, I would like to. I'm sorry. Like to differ. We'll I talk think, about like, that in private. Two weeks in, there are going to be normal things that come up. You're like, oh god, is this forever? Like this little habit here and there where it doesn't because you're just you two are getting used to each other mm-hmm. when you move in like. It's a lot of adjustment yep. and just getting used to your new normal. So I think there's obviously bound to have like some awkward moments when you first move in, just like getting kind of, mm-hmm. even though Pete and I would literally spend every day, every waking moment with each other, it still felt very different when you moved in with each other. Mm-hmm. And I have it, while I do agree and people have given me feedback that it's really sad to hear that marriage doesn't change it at all, like change your perspective. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I think is different is when you're married, there's a sense of security you don't have unless you're married. Like mm. when you're married, you suddenly have this like support system with a person that you like. I don't think we take our families for granted. Like they're always there mm-hmm. for this. They're always always going to support us. But we don't know what it feels like to not have that and to add someone into your life who is super supportive and is going to go through every single thing with you, thick and thin, all the happy times, all the lowest times. There's as much as you have been with someone and have gone through stuff, I think having the actual bond of Mm -hmm. marriage really solidifies that. And it's a big, it's a change. It's like a shift, right? Mm -hmm. And you can't really put your finger on what that feels like. It's like, there's nothing you can like, you're stuck with me. It makes perfect sense. And for me, that was like really positive. It made me really excited to have Pete in my life who I can go through everything with. Cause I know we'll tackle everything together Mm -hmm. and it will be very great. Some people have take that feeling and have some scared, like cold feet if you will, or like, oh my God, this is forever. I think that's a very normal feeling mm-hmm. to have like, oh my God, this is forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, till the end of my time, like mm-hmm. totally have those feelings. Those are normal, not forever feelings. I get that though. Like thinking about, so with John and I moving in together, I've been a little bit psycho about the whole process. Mm-hmm. And I like sent him this text last night after reviewing kind of my, you know, 
personality peaks and, and valleys throughout the day. And I was like, hey, just want to say, like, it's going to be a rough month for you. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to be the best version of myself. But like, if you could just take a few moments every day and remind yourself why you love me, I think we'll get through it and I'll be a blast in July. <laughs> and he writes me back. He's like, yeah, you've been different and it's a little terrifying. And I was like, wow, that is really instilling confidence in what we're about to commit to, which is at least a 12 month lease. You know, but like, it's one of those things where I agree with what you're saying that like, yes, we're not ready to be married, but there is that comfort in this is Mm -hmm. a commitment Mm -hmm. and we have this security or just confidence that like we can show our best versions and our worst versions. We've done a ghosting episode and you can't ghost one another. That that shit's over. What am I going to do? Like hide in... (laughs) <laughs> hopefully my walk-in closet you know and just hope for the best yeah. like you're there you're yeah. there yeah well this is one of the main reasons why we got a two-bedroom apartment two bath two two bed mm-hmm. two bath i bet the two bathroom is honestly the secret to marriage that and you tell everyone the secret to marriage two TVs. is two bathrooms and two closets because mm, two closets we so for everyone who doesn't know in our master bedroom we have a walk-in closet which which is about 90 percent mine pete has a little stuff in there and we have a second bedroom, which is essentially Pete's man cave because Pete had, works from home a lot. He needs to set up his desk and he needs, we both need a lot of loan time. Like we both appreciate that of one another's needs. Mm-hmm. And he was willing to pay more for a second bedroom. And so we said, okay, we'll do that. And the two bathrooms, when we were moving in, never questioned like, well, we'll just share the bathroom, the master bathroom, like duh. Um, but when we were moving in, we looked at each other and said, why would we share one bathroom when we have two? Yeah. And so Foolish. he took the other bathroom in literally a dream, a dream, because we don't, when we go on vacation, it's honestly a rude awakening. We're like, oh God, when we move, we're going to have to have like a two, we're going to have to have mm-hmm. separate bathrooms. And it's not because it's like, it's just really nice to have your own space and a place that you spend a lot of time in, especially yeah. as a woman who like has to do her makeup and her hair every day and shower. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a really sacred place. Negative costs have come from that because now no hotel is good enough unless it has at least <laughs> the him and her sink situation. <laughs> so, you know, that already puts you in a certain echelon yep. of hotel. Sunk cost. Yeah. No, it's not sunk yet, but it's taken into Damn consideration. It. I knew I used that wrong. <laughs> so you're like, why would we ever? <laughs> I've been trying to use sunk cost in a sentence all day, and I we'll fucked it up. Later. All right. So positive for all the. Give me a signal when you know, I can drop it. All trying to embark on that next step. Um, packing, you know, if you're in a relationship and it gets more serious, and you're spending three to seven nights a week together, it's a pain in the ass to pack your stuff for the oh, other yeah. person. I pack suits. I pack gym in the morning. It's a lot of stuff. I feel like I'm packing as much as a one-week vacation for a nightly stay. Feels like you're a Sherpa suddenly. And then you're never really situated. And when you're together, you're together. And if you don't spend the night together, that's a whole different story. So the assumption is you spend the night together. Now you're spending time together. When you're moved in, you actually can spend some time together, but not all time. Mm-hmm. And that's really nice because then you still have time to do your work or your sports mm-hmm. center or whatever yeah. you have to do on the side. So it's all positive. It's pretty positive yeah. in that regard. I'm a positive person. We are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it helped in that regard. Don't have to pack. Separate bathrooms. Yeah. yeah. That was honestly one of the biggest for sing functions. The first time I visited Kate. 
in New York. And not to go back to the long distance thing, because I don't wish that upon anybody, but one self. <laughs> but I will go back to that. <laughs> we never went more than two weeks apart, which is pretty impressive for cross country. Yeah. But the 11 days in between, 10, 11 days, was a time when I was working a lot. I could do whatever I wanted, work a ton, work out a ton, eat healthy, and be whatever I wanted to do. No pressure of going out or anything. That's taken off the table. And then the three or four Because days you're together, in a relationship. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then the three or four days together, you <laughs> Nailed it. it. And you kind of get the selfish aspect of being single while not being single. Mm. So that was the one positive of long distance. But you get sick of that pretty quickly. So when you guys aren't in town together or you do have separation, like what do you guys like secretly look forward to? When we have... I actually hate when Pete goes away. I that was a very sweet and endearing um, angelic no, answer. <laughs> it's I don't know what what's happened. I don't. I mean, it's ever since we got married. When he leaves for the weekend, I go kind of into a dark place, like a depressed. Like I just crave hanging out with Pete, and I just want him to be around. And once when you live together. What I think a lot of you girls don't know is you all live with your girlfriends. Yeah. And so when you don't live with your girlfriends, you don't have the like the biggest pain point for me moving in with a man. What I missed a lot living with my girlfriends was just being able to walk into some of your bedrooms and be like, does this look good? Or just like you have a random conversation yeah. and you want to like vent. Yeah. You want to like, yeah, you want to just chat about life. You know, life. yeah. So there are just all these random conversations you take for granted and just the closeness you have with your friends. And so when you move in with a man, guys don't want to talk about your outfits. Like they are not going, literally I walked in the other day and said, Pete, do you like the skirt? And he never turned around and he said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because like men do not care. And I don't know why I keep trying to go to him to ask him for fashion advice because it never works. And what's funny is, on that point is Pete has a lot of um, perspective on fashion. And so we spend a lot of time with me giving him feedback, but I don't get the girl feedback. Mm, yeah. So one of the biggest changes moving in with a man is you, you miss the girl camaraderie and just women talk all the time. Yep. So suddenly you don't have that. And then you get used to being with your partner and then you don't have that. And you're like, well, who do I have to talk to? Yeah. It's very sad. So you're not like, Thank God he's gone so I can have the place to myself for one fucking weekend. <laughs> I don't because we give each other a lot of space. So yeah. we don't, I, we also are very that sounds lucky. perfect. That'll be your tactic. You have a man <laughs> Finally cave. Rob's yeah. out of town. I recommend a man cave to everybody. I mean, I think it's Tougher in cities, but you got to have a man cave. We definitely are lucky. Be and this is why we chose a two bedroom because we both wanted our space. I want to be able to sit in the living room and watch my show. He wants to go and watch sports we respect each other's viewing needs and just chill moments. And that was definitely something to get used to when we first moved in. Now it feels very normal and I don't even question it, but that was definitely an adjustment because you're like, should we hang out all the time when I live, when we live together? Like, do we do everything together? When you first move in together, you got, there's a lot of change and a lot of adjustment, and it quickly becomes very normal and mm -hmm. you'll find your way. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, you shout guys out have to been past guest Eric Sorensen, past <laughs> podcast guest. Perfect. Shout out to all your um, homies, Pete. If you can't afford two bedrooms, work harder. <laughs> um, I would also say that marriage—you got to put in relationships. You got to put effort, 
I think a lot of people mm-hmm. have an idealization of relationships and marriages and you just have to work at it. Yep. Nothing is a walk in the park. No. I love you, Pete. Oh, okay. Aww. Okay, say it back. Love you too. Oh my God. Wow. This is the most emotional episode we've had. Wow. Um, wow. Well, you guys, thank you so much to, for tuning in to CNC. <laughs> I believe we'll be back pretty soon with a doozy of an episode. So, would we call it a doozy? I think it's immediate. Powerful. Pow- powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah. Thought provoking. Um, so, don't give up on us. We know it's been like five months, <laughs> but, um, but, but we, we'll be back. Yeah. If you and need a- more clarity, email. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not open for email. Cocktailsandclarity at gmail.com. Yeah, for sponsorships or questions on marriage. Um, And we will see you guys in a week or two. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for having us. Bye. Bye. What's up, world? What's up, world? What's up, world?